Dan, how you doing? I'm doing great. How's things with you, man? Things are really, really good. And uh, we got a movie for the people today. Why don't you tell us what it's called? It's called The Vast of Night. Vast of I had never heard of this film before. And neither had I. Um, it's, I again, I was doing some uh, research on uh, you know, some films that looked interesting to me. And uh, um, from the place that I got The Sound of Metal, there was another, this was another movie on their list. And I go, well, let's check this one out. I guess it's uh, actually played on Amazon. So Yeah, it's on has- Amazon Prime for yeah. whoever wants to see it, if they want to see it after our review. So I don't, I, I don't have a trailer. I don't have any music for this one. We're just going to have to give them a very good description about what it is, Dan. Well, well basically, if you had uh, the Twilight Zone uh, theme, you could probably run that. And that's uh, yeah. uh, pretty much uh, what this movie is, 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 is like. It's a, it's a, a sci-fi thriller um, based in the 1950s. Yeah, and they, they don't even hide the fact that this is this is a homage, if you will, to the Twilight Zone because right at the beginning of the film, you get a guy doing Rod Serling. Basically, that's exactly what it is. It's just you, you got a TV set started, and it's uh, you could pretty much hear the the Twilight Zone theme going on at the same time. But it's a uh, uh, paradox. I think, I think they called paradox. Yes, they they, had, they changed the name a little bit, but basically, they the there's there's a local DJ. And he shows up at the local basketball game in, in, in a small town in New Mexico. And this, Dan, you tell me what you think. I think this is the best looking period piece movie. I, I, uh, I, I mentioned to you that I almost felt like I was watching American graffiti. The first little bit of the show, it just, it just captured everything that you thought the fifties would feel like, you know, it, it, the, the dialogue, the, the, the way people acted, the, 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 the costumes were, were, were fabulous. Like I felt like I was actually in that time period. Uh, there was like a real sense of innocence um, yep. in, in, in that beginning, the beginning scenes of that movie that were, were really uh, intriguing to me. They do. They do a really good job of, of giving you that small town feel because yep. the DJ guy, uh, and it's awful. I, I can't remember his name. Uh, I got it, it right. Like Emirate, I think, or Everett? Yeah, Everett Sloan. And he works at the local radio station, the WOTW. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yes. I, I picked up on that too. <laughs> <laughs> so basically he has got a friend that they're not girlfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend. I've, I've seen some people on the internet, like having a problem with their relationship, but it didn't seem. I, I think she has more of a little bit of an infatuation with him. Right. Yeah, it wasn't, but they don't even, yeah, it, 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 there's some people. I think unfairly criticized, not many, but a couple of people criticized that portion of the film, but I don't think it's there. Yeah, it was kind of, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you know, like in, in that time period, like how the girls would look at Elvis or something yeah. like that. It just, exactly. He's a celebrity in town too. And they, they, they show that when he walks through the cars waiting to get into the high school and he's talks to everybody in the yeah, everybody, everybody wants his attention. Right. You know, and, and the, the, the dynamics between these two characters, Everett Sloan and Faye Crocker is it's, it's, Wow, I thought it was great. Well, they, they seemed like they had very similar personalities, right? They were very both uh, technologically sort of advanced. You know, they seemed like they had. She definitely had sort of a a sci science uh, fiction or you know science, like total science because those articles. There's a scene in the movie where she she quotes a bunch of articles to him about like, like popular mechanics and things like that. Yep. And apparently they're apparently they're real articles that they pulled out of the 1950s. 
Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it was actually kind of funny because like what they predicted, what they mentioned in there was stuff that actually is is happening, right? Yeah. You know, a few decades later, but you know, it, it it was kind of funny how she was mentioning, oh, this is, uh, no, they're gonna have cars that can drive by themselves, or they're gonna tell you where to turn off, and it, it's mm -hmm. stuff like that, and that's stuff that's happening now. But no, she was making these sort of predictions of what these magazines were saying in the time. I kind of thought that was kind of nice. It was, it was really good. He goes, ah, you're nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He didn't believe anything kind of what she was saying at the time. No, but she's just kind of, she wants him to look at his tape recorder, at her tape recorder. And, and it starts from there. She works at the local, uh, she's the operator. Of good, yeah. She actually, she's filling in for her mom. She works right. at night. She's still a high school kid. Um, oh, and yeah, I just, I believe she's 16 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to go back to, to the scenes in the gym. Sure. Those, those were amazing. Like that was, they, they did a really good job because basketball in the fifties is visibly, visibly different from what we know today as basketball. Um, it's, I mean, it's the same game and they do the same things, but there, there's just a different style to it. And they had the kids doing that. They had the, the look, the, the uniforms, the floor of the, of the gym, everything. It was well, just, I, I think the attention to detail of how the game game was being played, how the fans reacted, how the, you know, the video, the, um, the radio guys were, were doing the, the play by play. Um, it's just, it's just everything that you would imagine how things were like at that time. Like they, they did a really good job of setting up that sort of atmosphere. Um, and you believe like, yeah, this is how, you know, college or not, or high school basketball would have been, you know, in, in the 1950s. That, and it, it, visually it, it was, it was really, really, really nicely done for that alone. I would recommend it to some people that, that because it, I, I obviously you and I were never in the fifties, but that I, I really felt, especially the streets, they weren't like, they weren't movie sets. You could tell they were, they, and they do amazing tracking shots through the whole town in this film. And they just looked authentic. They, they looked like they were from not, not today, basically. Well, even, even, even like, like the, all, like, again, all the, the technology, the switchboards, the radios, everything like that. It just had that mm -hmm. dated, you know, period effect to them. And, and it was just kind of interesting even just seeing those type of props in, in the movie is just like, yeah, that's how it so would have been. Times, yeah. So many times you'll see a movie where it's supposed to be like 1955 and you can tell, you just know. Like the, there's something about, there's a look to the actors, you know, that they're just got, they just put some goop in their hair. Her glasses you know? were another thing. She kind of had those pointed end glasses that you yeah. kind of would see in those times. There was like, it was a great you know, costume effect. Or, and it's, again, it was really neat. During the evening, she goes to work being the operator. He goes to work being on the, the board for the DJ. He's the DJ. She's the operator. She hears a weird noise. She phones him, tells him about it. And he puts out a call for someone if anybody else heard that noise and someone calls in saying they had, and that's where it goes. We won't go. Yeah. Basically the, the, she heard, uh, uh, that noise, um, interfere with his radio broadcast and she just wanted to make him aware of that. You know, something was interfering with the broadcast yeah, and, and things he, get science fictiony after that. Yeah. That's when the movie starts to get that sort of, okay, what's going on, mm -hmm. right? What's strange, sort of appar uh, apparitions are happening here or what kind of weird things are kind of happening in the area. And, and it uh, progresses, you know, things get, and it just progresses from there. The, the mystery just starts to unravel. It's, it's a slow, very slow burn. We've had a few of those in the last few weeks. Yep. But yeah. Oh no, it's not a high action mm -hmm. sort of thriller type of thing. It, like you said, it's a slow, um, suspenseful sort of a gradual build out 
build up throughout the throughout the movie, I, and it really doesn't really even resolve things in the end either. It, it really does kind of leave you hanging, you know, yeah. at the end of the story. Okay, okay yes, what yes, and what? no, but I don't, I can't go into too much detail. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to spoil yeah. it for people there too, right? You know, because I really, actually, I real, I don't know how you felt about it overall, Dan, but I really, really, really liked it. I liked it. I, I I liked it. I I I um I, I wasn't totally over top about mm -hmm. it, you know. But uh, again, I I'm glad I watched it. Yeah, uh, and I, they I enjoy. It. They go in between. Sorry, Dan. I didn't mean to cut you off. I, yeah. Oh no, no. Came to me. Um, they go between like a you're watching it on TV to like real life because there's a lot of scenes with just long dialogue. It's just static dialogue, and. I can I can see them doing a continuation of this show, really, uh, because I, yeah, I I definitely can. I can kind of I can kind of see them doing you know another type of type of version of of the movie, maybe continuing on, or, mm -hmm. you know, or, or oh, this happened in this town, here right, and you know, and it just you know, I, I do I can I can see some sequel potential with with this with this film. The actress who was uh, the operator, Faye Crocker, was the character's name. The actress's name is Sierra McCormick, and. She she was amazing. She, yeah, the two the two leads were really yeah. They, they carry the whole film really. They're the they're the, the, they're they're they have like a twenty minute conversation where the, it seems like the camera never breaks away from them. And I was just amazed at the at the quality of the acting of these two. And she has a whole scene where it's just her talking to a microphone as she's the operator, and it goes on for like eleven minutes, but it's tense. And I didn't feel that at that point there was any time dragon i was i was really riveted no i the 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 switchboard scenes they they the, when they went back into the to the radio station which i really i really loved the 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 name of the radio station w-o-t-w uh, just if, you know, basically it's 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 a sort of a a a what's the word Play. i'm looking for it's a, it's a yeah it, yeah, play on words for like War of the Worlds. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. So you know, there may there may be some maybe some alien action in this film. There may be, yes. <laughs> oh, the other thing, the other the the one that I got right away because I've been watching the Twilight Zone on Blu-ray. I've been I have the whole series. Um, yep. It was produced by Cayuga Productions, and the name of the town is Cayuga, New Mexico. <laughs> well, that one go. I knew right away as soon as I saw it on the Jim Jim Wall. So so yeah. The, Okay, great. What didn't you like about the film? Um, what didn't I like? Um, I, I I'm, I'm so bad at saying. I, I always want to be positive with with most of mm -hmm. these uh, most of these films sure. here because um, they're listening. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's. It, I I would have maybe liked a little bit more detail of what was kind of happening. You know, it just it again it just touches upon the main uh, sort of creatures at the end. You, you don't kind of get a, a, it leaves me hanging a little bit, right? You know, I, I'd like to see a little bit more, uh, more detail in that, but otherwise, it, you know, you kind of get a sense of what happened to, to all the characters. And, um, but I wish I would have seen a little, little bit more. I think, I think they, the ending is left a little like, cause I doubt they know what happened. Yeah, so, that that could be. But but um, as we, we we're spoiling the whole film for everybody. I would say I, I lost. It's, it's not. It's you know what? It's it's not. 
it, it doesn't take too much of imagination of what's going going to be going on with this film as, as, it, as it as it progresses. Right? I, I, it's basically like your 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 B film sci fi of the fifties type of thing, right? So go figure. You know, shot what, a little more expensively, there. and this. Yeah. This film is a beautiful, it's a well-acted, beautiful film. I will say about three quarters of the way was the only time I, I during the old ladies monologue, mm-hmm. I, I was kind of going, I was going, okay, let's, let's pick it up a little bit. The, the, the last thing I will say about this film is it works as a kind of like slice of life, kind of coming of age film for at least the first 30 minutes. And it also, you could watch this film with just the sound it's almost like they they came to it with a radio play type of philosophy did, did they actually purposely go black screen for a, yes. a little bit yes they did okay okay i didn't know if it was just a video glitch or not but it, it could have almost been just a radio performance yep. in some a- aspects the caller the call the guy who calls into the radio program i thought was a, the, his little uh monologue, billy. billy on the phone was amazing yeah he was really that good was very good so dan what are you going to give uh, the vast of night out of 10. I was pleasantly surprised. I'm I'm going to give it a 7.9. 7.9. I'm going to go a little yeah. higher. 8.6. Um, I, yeah, it, it just drew uh, again, just like a uh, sound of metal. This one drew me right in and didn't let me go. It's, it's a real neat film. I, I, dec- I definitely would recommend it, uh, recommend it to people, but stay with it, watch it all. Um, you know, uh, it just, it just, it, it takes a while. It, if I say the first 10 or 15 minutes, you're just like, okay, what's going on here. Right. It just seemed like they're talking yeah, just, about nothing. Just enjoy them because they're, they're exactly. it's a very good scene. And then they'll, yep. they'll take you where you need to go. Dan, thank you yeah. very much. Pleasure as always. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks buddy.